The Politocrat is brought to you by the great people at Anchor. Anchor is such a great place to go if you want to get started in podcasting. And it's easy and it's free. Anchor, marvelous stuff, marvelous. And I'm so grateful to the folks at Anchor for getting me going with The Politocrat. If you want to get going and be heard on Apple, on Spotify and everywhere podcasts can be, Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to The Politocrat. I am Omar Moore. It is Wednesday, April the 22nd, 2020, and it is Earth Day today. We need to continue to take care of this planet and do the things that slow down climate change, which of course is already here, but we can certainly try to slow things down by the way we take care of this planet, by recycling, by getting rid of fossil fuels, which have really plagued this planet for some time. And I hope that this edition of The Politocrat finds you well in these times and ready to continue through what has been a very difficult time for all of us in lots of different ways. So many people have lost somebody to this virus. So many people are struggling. They have the virus themselves or there may be financial situations that many people are in. And we are all caught up in various things that this virus is exposing. Some people are still wondering about testing, and we all should be, by the way, because governments have not done it. They've just not tested sufficiently enough. Here in the United States, in the United Kingdom as well, Both countries are significantly behind the curve. You have Germany and South Korea who are a lot better and other countries who have had a stronger and faster and much more robust approach to testing and infrastructure because they have all of those things in place. And even though there may be some increases in rates or infection in places like Germany, it's because they're testing more people. So as they test more people, they find out these things. So we need to take care of our planet. We need to take care of each other. And governments need to be the leaders in doing this. That's what governments are supposed to be for. They are by us, of us, and for us. That's supposed to be the model. And in the United States, that is failing miserably at the moment, as it is in the United Kingdom where testing per day is still around between 20 and uh, 30,000 a day. We're nowhere near close to in the United Kingdom where we should be. And in the U.S., we are nowhere near where we're supposed to be. Nowhere near it. The testing right now in the U.S. is supposedly around 150,000 a day. And I'm not even so sure that that's accurate. 
So we need to start to take care of each other and be more compassionate. And I've asked a question about, will this virus teach us to be more compassionate, more loving, or will we be selfish? Will we continue that trend? And someone on Twitter had pointed out, um, obviously quite correctly, that we are going to continue to be both. It really isn't an either or here. Um, I should have rephrased my question, but I just think it's true that we're seeing great things in people and we're seeing, as we always do, of course, as well, not so great things, bad things in people, negative things in people. And no matter whether there's a virus here or not, you're going to find these things happening. I just hope that more of us can be good and better and more compassionate than we are selfish because we have both of those things in us. So that's what my wish is on this Earth Day, is to become the society, to have a society, to have a world that is more loving and compassionate, even amongst such pain that people we are all going through, people all around the world, we all are going through this in different ways. So that's my thought to start off with on this episode. Voting, voting, voting. I'm going to be doing a lot more in terms of being active in communicating and trying to get people to register to vote. That is my, one of my goals this year is to facilitate and to get, to register people to vote, to register many people to vote. And this is so critical here in the United States because we have a incredibly important, to say the least, election coming up this November, November 3rd. So it is incumbent upon us to do whatever we can. And obviously that is to do whatever we can, you know, to get people to vote, to register people to vote. It's very, very important indeed. And right now, of course, this pandemic is a huge block in the road because many people are not paying attention to November because for many people, it is about tomorrow. Do we have food on the table? Next week, do we have food on the table? How am I going to pay rent? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Where is the stimulus check? Where, you know, these kinds of concerns are right now the kinds of concerns that the average person in the United States is mulling over, worrying about, contemplating. And nobody's addressing it. At least nobody in leadership is addressing it sufficiently. Now, there are some mayors who are, and there are some governors, but for the most part, the average person is left wondering about all these things. And meanwhile, there has not been this robust response from the Democratic Party, quite frankly, to Donald Trump, who gets two hours of free airtime a day. And that's on average. It's sometimes a lot more than that with these campaign rallies. He has been in full campaign mode now since he took office in January of 2017. It's been a campaign for him the whole three plus years 
has been a re-election campaign. In fact, as Michael Moore points out in his film Fahrenheit 11.9 from 2018, literally the moments after, the moment after he was sworn in, in the inauguration, they were campaign people for Trump filing papers for his re-election bid for 2020. He had officially been in office for all of a couple of seconds. And already there were filings for Trump 2020, re-election bid. They filed papers for that in the beginning, literally seconds into Trump's term in office. So as he's been campaigning for three plus years and continuing to do that now with these measures and with these campaign rallies from the White House podium and showing videos saluting, oh, this is what I did, as if he's running a campaign, which he's doing from the White House. As he's been doing that, as the media continues to show him lying at these campaign rallies he does every day that do not supply any new information or anything that the public can take confidence from. What are we doing? What is our response? What are we doing in terms of getting mobilized to vote? Well, we are doing things. There are organizations doing things, and I've talked about them on various platforms like Facebook um, and Periscope. There are places like When We All Vote, which is an organization that is dedicated to younger people, but everybody, it includes everybody. It's not just young people. But it's powered by a lot of people who are of the younger generation, who really are the future, who are the present, who are the now, who are looking to energize the voting process to activate the voter process and to do so now, here in April. Now, these organizations pre-existed April of this year, obviously, and pre-existed this coronavirus and this pandemic. But I think it's important to highlight these organizations among many others because they are already taking the steps now to do work. And I'm going to be doing the same. And I hope that you are as well. And it doesn't have to be on this grand scale. It can be on a daily scale of the people that you have in a social media network on WhatsApp or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or any of these other social media organizations that you are a member of or have an account with is what you really should be doing is simply sending out messages about the importance of voting, about registering to vote. And that's what whenweallvote.org does. Whenweallvote.org is a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization that is dedicated to expanding the democratic process and that small d democratic process in terms of voting making the pool of voters larger activating them organizing them getting them to vote giving them the tools giving them the education that is what is needed right now and we do not and cannot afford to wait until july or august of this year by then it's too late too much is going on as it is we are already embroiled in a lot right now. And while most of us have the luxury of staying inside and being indoors and being under a roof, 
and have internet access and have a phone and have a laptop. Now is the time that we utilize maybe 10, 15 minutes of our day to not only register to vote, because that takes literally about a minute to do, but also to spread the word and get other people registered to vote online, virtually, because you can register to vote online. You do not have to go to some physical location. And obviously now, unless you're in the states of South Carolina and Georgia and a few others, for example, you do not have the luxury. You cannot go outside and go to some place to register to vote. So you have to do it online, which is where a lot of people do register to vote. So when we all vote dot org, when we all vote dot org is a great resource to start with. Really helpful information about voting, helpful information about the dates of presidential primaries that are going on. Because, of course, even though this pandemic has obviously dominated our attention, certainly dominated the news media's attention. The primaries do go on. Of course, they don't go on in the way that they had in Wisconsin, because that was a disgrace earlier this month. But they do go on in the sense that what will be happening in a lot of these states will be vote by mail. And of course, there are things going on with the post office, the postal service that I will get into as well in a subsequent episode of this podcast. But if you go to these websites like whenweallvote.org or specifically the one I'm going to talk about now, Rock the Vote, rockthevote.org, which is an organization as well that's nonprofit, nonpartisan, um, you will definitely find a wealth of resources. One of the things you can find on that site is how to vote, register to vote, get involved. There are all kinds of things that you can do. And as long as you have internet access, as long as you have a phone or a laptop or some device, usually a phone, you can go to rockthevote.org and there are a wealth of resources there. There is a map. If you go to rockthevote.org, there will be a section called how to vote. I think it will be under the register to vote tab. On that website and you will see under the how to vote area a map of the United States all 50 states are on there labeled and then you just have to click on one of the states and then you will get the information from that state's um, deadlines when to register all kinds of things I mean the, these are for example June the 9th the Nevada state primary election, June the 9th, 2020. Early voting is May the 23rd through June the 5th. The voter registration deadline is online by Thursday, June the 4th. Postmarked deadline, if you're going to the post office still, It is postmarked, must be postmarked by May the 12th. That's a Tuesday. In person, if you're doing that, I don't know if you are in Nevada. I would probably doubt it. It must be received in person by May 12th. 
and there is election day registration and voting on June 9th. So there are some states like Nevada that do same day registration. I would advise people right now, while you are indoors, most of you, to register online now here in April. Do not wait till you have to go into the voting booth to do it. Usually, for obvious reasons, when you go into the voter booth, there's a lot of adrenaline, obviously. You want to vote. There may be long lines. There may be all kinds of things going on. And your focus is not necessarily going to be on registering if you have not registered before. And there's a lot of processes that you, depending on the state you're in, which state that you're voting in, will have to navigate, which is why now is the time here in April to start to do this. Obviously, people have a lot on their plates, and I'm not discounting that. What I'm simply saying is it is imperative for us to get involved now and to start this process, not only so that we can register ourselves to vote, but also so that we can educate and get other people registered to vote, particularly starting with our circle of people on social media. And this is not about advocating for one candidate or another. Although, as I've said before, um, obviously I know who I'm voting for this November in the Democratic side of things, obviously. I've just tipped my hat. Um, Obviously, I know what I'm going to do. This is an appeal to broadening the base of voters. That's what this is. We need, as a country here in the United States, to bring our voting levels beyond where they are now. You have a lot of countries in the world where the voter participation is above 50%. And in fact, in some of those countries, if it were at 50%, that would be considered very low indeed. Here, the voter participation is between 28 and 33% out of a population of 327 million people. So you do the math, that's approximately, approximately a hundred and roughly a hundred and fifteen thousand people, maybe a hundred and ten thousand people, roughly. It varies between the a hundred and ten thousand and a hundred and twenty five thousand. So we go, we're at the maximum. We are participating at barely a third. So let's just say for the sake of argument we are participating at roughly, roughly, if we really had to get there, uh, the most, 120 million people, if that. And that might be a a huge number. That might be a number overstating it. That uh, that might be a huge number in terms of the, the proportional representation. We're talking roughly 110 to 120 million people. That's barely a third. That's about a third, just over a third of this country's population. We can grow that more. We can grow that more. And that's the, over the, that's the figure of 2016, roughly. So we need to grow that more. And I know that there were variables in 2016 that kept a lot of people at home. I don't need to go through them again. I think you are aware of what some of those might be. Obviously, 
vote stealing, as I call it. I mean, people say voter suppression, but it's vote stealing. Vote stealing is one major reason from 2016, and it's going to be something that comes up again. But that is not an excuse to throw up your hands. It's an excuse for you to get out and get activated here online, that is. And I'm going to come back in a few moments and go a little bit more into what we need to do and how to register people to vote. XTC with senses working overtime. And we're going to have to start working overtime on getting people registered to vote. And it occurs to me that this is, aside from obviously the very obvious priorities around countering this virus and safeguarding ourselves and protecting our families and getting food on the table and practicing self-care and practicing engagement via social media, but more importantly, through video platforms and connecting with family at this time and checking in with friends as well, that we are going to have to really look at voting because voting, not just voting, but registering people to vote. And so this edition is about, you know, getting people activated to do that amidst this pandemic that is creating lots of stress and trauma for all of us. We are all going through some very stressful times. We are all going through things that are very different and traumatic that we've not gone through, particularly here in the U.S. The United States has not experienced something like this in our lifetimes. I mean, in the last 100 years, I mean, of course, there's been upheaval, there's been turbulence, there's been all kinds of things, but not on this scale. And then to have a government be completely absent, as this one has been, and willfully absent, is a whole nother stressor for lots of people, for lots of us out here. We are looking at that. And so that really ties in even more to voting, and to the importance of mobilizing right now. So one of the things that I um, want to do next and what I want to do in this portion is talk about voting. Just let's get to doing this because now is the time to register people to vote. We can't vote yet, of course, because in various states, those elections for the primaries and your local elections have not come yet. A lot of the elections have been postponed to June or to May or to even uh, as late as perhaps even early July, perhaps. But this is what you need to do right now. And I think the best way to do this 
is to do it through one of those two websites I've told you about. One of them is rockthevote.org, which is what I'm presently looking at. And the other is whenweallvote.org. Both of them are nonpartisan, not-for-profit. And they are giving a lot of great information out. And on Rock the Vote, if you look for a tab called Voting Information, or if you search it, you will be able to see your state. And it will say, select your state to get started. There are all the states that you can pick from that, that apply to you, obviously, whichever one you're living in. You can check your voter registration status. You can register to vote. You can look up your ballot. There's so many things you can do. And what you can do is to check to see if you are registered to vote. Once you click on where it says check your registration ballot, you would go through this process. You go to rockthevote.org. You will see something that says voting information. with senses working overtime. Yeah, we have to work overtime to get registered to vote. I mean, this is really going to be a very significant thing. And while we are in the state of stress that we are in and distress with this pandemic and all of the things that we have to be concerned about immediately to family, to our own well-being and health and everything else that comes with all of that economically as well. It is also important if, if you can do this and you really should to spend 10 or 15 minutes maximum in your very traumatic day. Because, I mean, there are a lot of people who can't do this. They're not, their headspace is not in November. You know, I mean, just have to put that plainly. There are people who are undergoing a lot of pain right now, who have this virus, who know someone who does, a family member, and they have to quarantine and they have to do all these things that they have to do that their minds are far, far away from November the 3rd. Their minds are far, far away from registering to vote. And their minds are far, far away from registering others to vote. And I understand that for people in that position, it's going to be difficult. But it is important, even in those circumstances, I think, to, if you can, or if you know someone who will be able to do this, tell them to 
register people to vote. Get them involved and make sure you yourself are as well. It will only take you a minute or two. So I don't want to say that people shouldn't. I think I would say everyone must register to vote. It's so important. And this is the time to do it. Check your voter registration. Please check your voter registration. And I wanted to just talk about how you can get to vote, how you do that, or rather specifically, how do you register to vote? And you do it by going to rockthevote.org. And on their homepage, you can scroll down if you have an iPad or if you have any laptop or your phone, you should be able to see it right there in front of you. But you may have to scroll just a short little bit and you will see a section that says how to vote on the home page. And you will see a hand with two stickers that say I voted on that photograph of the hand. Underneath it, there will be the title how to vote. And then it says find all the, ma- all the information you need to vote in your state. Find voting information. You click on that find voting information panel and there on the next page you will see voting information at the top of the page. That's the title of the page, voting information. Find all the information you need to vote in your state. Select your state to get started. And then you have a option, an option to choose the state that you're living in. And just below that, you will see register to vote, check your registration status, and so on and so forth, get election reminders. Now, for people who are not registered yet, you have to go to register to vote, which is underneath where it says select your state to get started. You click on register to vote, and the link will be register.rockthevote.com. So you can see that link as well once you get to that page. And then you will see an email address a zip code, and then the next step. And it says at the top, voter registration time takes an average of two minutes or less to complete. So literally, folks, literally, this is a two-minute operation at max, maximum. So I can assure you that if you can spare literally two minutes, and I would hope that you could, No matter your situation, some people, again, may be too sick to do this because of this virus or other health concerns. I would urge you to get someone to help you with this, but I would urge you, if you do have two minutes of time to spare in your day to do this, it's so important. So once you get to this section where it says register to vote, you enter your email address if you have one, hopefully you do, and then you enter your zip code. Then it tells you what to do from there. So you enter your email address, and I'm literally doing that right now just to demonstrate it. Of course, you cannot see this, but I will tell you exactly what comes up once you put in your zip code and your email address. And hopefully you do have an email address. If you don't have an email address, you can create one very simply. And you can do it by going to, say, gmail.com, for example, and you can create one there. Create one with Gmail, which is a Google service. If you're not comfortable with Google, you can do one with Yahoo. Uh, You can do one with a number of different email providers who can get you um, an email address. And that is a pretty quick process as well. So once you 
enter your email address and zip code information, you click on next step. And what will happen there is you put in your date of birth and you put that information in where it says date of birth. And then you put in, um, you click whether you are a U.S. citizen. And of course, you must be a U.S. citizen to vote. Now, there are exceptions in California where there are people who are not citizens who are able to vote in school board elections and elections of that kind, but not in a presidential election or any uh, primary or anything like that. So you click on I am a U.S. citizen, the next step. And then you go in and, and do all these other things. And, and uh, it goes from there. You t- type in your name and, you know, and all that. And then you keep going through the steps. And it's literally a two minute process and you get to the end of that process and then you are finished and you are registered, depending on obviously the information you put in. But you should be done with that information and done with that process in about two minutes or so. This is a very, very quick thing. And you can do that at rockthevote.org. This is information that you should pass on. And I would really advise you to do that. Pass on this information. Pass on the need to register people to vote. Get active as well. If you can, please register people to vote online. And it's very easy. Send them the link to the website, rockthevote.org. Or send them the link to the website, whenweallvote.org. Very important to do because this is the time that we need to mobilize. This is the time that we need to be prepared so that when we get to September and October, there are no surprises. One of the things that I would advise you to do once you have registered to vote, once you are confirmed in that process by virtue of the process that you do on Rock the Vote or when we all vote or any other place, is to periodically check your voter registration status. In fact, I've talked about this um, just yesterday when I did a abbreviated, you know, a short edition of this podcast episode when I literally was including a clip from a Facebook Live that I did on Monday where I was talking about the importance of registering people to vote and of registering to vote yourself. Very important process. And it's a pretty, as I said, it's a pretty easy, straightforward, and quick process. It will not take you very long at all, two minutes at most. And there are um, avenues for people who speak Spanish or another language. You can get that information as well. So if you're not clear on, or if you're not that you're not clear, if you just, uh, if you're someone who English is not your first language, then what you can do and what you will see are different language opportunities as well. So you will be able to get to register to vote in the language that you can speak, that you are conversant in. So that makes a lot of sense. We need to start registering people to vote and registering them now. And if you do have time on your hands, if you are someone who is not going through um, all the stresses that some people are going through more than others of us, then please 
Right now, spend a few minutes of your time getting people to register to vote, sending out messages on social media, sending out links to these websites, rockthevote.org and whenweallvote.org. Please do that because it will make a difference. And if you have a large platform, whether it's Instagram, whether it is Facebook, Facebook is one of the biggest ones, whether it's Twitter, whether it is whatever social media platform, Snapchat that you do, please, please, Reddit, whatever it might be, please get involved. I mean, I really, really cannot stress enough the importance of getting involved. And you do not have to go out and protest. You do not have to go out and, you know, there's lots of ways to do this. Protesting is one way. But there's lots of other ways to do this too. So I do urge you at this time to get involved online, especially now when you are more likely to be under a, uh, under a roof, you know, your own home, someone else's home or a shelter. If you can, please do this. It's so important. It's so very important. You know, um, this is just, you know, the thing that you have to check. And sometimes what happens is you may find that you are, at least on Rock the Vote's website, if you're someone who's already registered, you may find that your information doesn't show up on Rock the Vote. Now, if that happens, you know, what you best able to do is go to your own local election office. I mean, that's really, if you're not comfortable doing this on rockthevote.org or whenweallvote.org, one of the things you can do is type in your search bar whichever state in the country you are living in. Let's say you're living in Florida and then afterwards put in the words either Secretary of State, you can type that in, or type in Board of Elections, which I think is a better option, Board of Elections. And what you should get is Florida Board of Elections, but they're different counties, obviously, in Florida, just as they are in every other state in the country. And whichever county you are living in, and some people do not know what county it is that they are living in, please find that information out and then type in the county and type out that board of elections for that county. So if you're living in you know, I don't know what the counties are in Florida, but if you're living in Dade, Miami-Dade County, which is a county in Florida, to the best of my knowledge, type in Miami-Dade Board of Elections. But find out which county you're living in, type in your Board of Elections, and get yourself uh, registered to vote that way as well. So you can do that online. You can really do that online. You can make sure that you are registered to vote. So that is really all that I have in this edition of The Politocrat. I'm going to do a separate podcast on the headlines of the day because there's so many headlines these days. So there is another edition coming up on the headlines of the day. But for now, thank you so very much for listening and be well. <laughs>